Twatting my microphone. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, how do we do? How do we start these things usually? Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Before we even do that, (laughs) I always wonder if anyone can actually spot any of the ones in this song. It's been so long finding people saying one. I obviously, when I'm editing this, do have a good think about it. If if you've got a list of the ones you put in there. I can can tell you some of them, certainly. Yeah. 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 But have a listen and see if you can spot any. Um, and that you can play along at home if you like. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put all the answers on the Patreon. Yes, yes good answer. Girl, girl, oh, yeah, paywall that fuck. Paywall <laughs> <laughs> that fuck. And on that note... A most humble welcome to every number one ever. We're nearly 25 hours through a rummage. A rummage through the Rolodex of number one singles. Pulling out the cards and reordering, reordering, reordering. Each week for ages, we are sent three randomly selected UK singles that made the top spot. We convene, we discuss, we argue and settle on whether the songs reach the pearly gates of our new music pantheon or get viciously discarded towards the bin of inevitable doom. If we're going to bin, then we must keep in mind that the rules of this foray instruct us to place a single that only hit the number two spot straight into the pantheon without any question. This gamble is supposed to keep us honest, although it does tend to bring out the negligent psychopath in some of us, and also test the adage that sometimes the nearly ran is actually the better option. I'd say currently the bin number two random choice is hitting a 70% favorability rate, yeah? Yeah. Which is quite impressive, and really. And kind of evidences the fact that, you know, this is about number two being slightly better. This, this is about number twos as well as number ones. So, you know, forget that title sometimes. <laughs> but when it fucks up in our faces, it really is the pits. Yeah. Rizzle kicks in the Pantheon. A lesser dire straits. Yes, the best of music. Don't forget to remember by the Bee Gees from the medieval film Fast Cucumber Castle. Yes, of course that's in. Mistakes, but fortunately, the exceptions. So... Remember, lads, choose wisely. <laughs> lads? Who? Yes! On my left, it's a man who came into this enterprise with a fearsome reputation for waste management. As things stand, he's been well-balanced and consequently has had his medication halved. Patrons, meet Mr. Craig Lowe. Hi there. (laughs) And at his side, and hat rarely on side of head, with withering judgment and something of a reputation for verbal violence, is noted musicologist and someone not to be left alone with your original Beatles pressing, let's say hello, love, to Dr. Liam Maloney. So we get, you've reminded me of something, so we get um, anonymous feedback from our students at the end of each module. Right. And one of my students, um, I don't know who, um, but they said that I have a cruel streak when it comes to my marking. So yeah, you're absolutely right. So we're querying the word streak, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, machine. Yes. Le machine. Le machine d'azur. The blue machine. And today's blue machine is... 
Andrew Lloyd web browser. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd web browser. You were saying that one of your mates does not get this part of the pod. Well, I mean, I think he's on board now, but he, he sees it's completely redundant. And guess what? It is. It is. <laughs> um, with that said, shall we dive into our first number ones? And as we are into our third dozen episodes... It's a new mode. We're sticking with a new mode. Means it's yours truly. Yay! So, my first number one is unique number one, oh, 872. It was number one beginning 26th of August 2000. So, Andrew, right, okay. any facts for me? It's been a classic one week wonder. Um, I can tell you this was actually a single the year before, but then it got re released with a vocalist put on top of it. Um, the vocalist is someone you will uh, certainly loathe and despise. Um, <laughs> let's dive in, shall we? Yeah, dive please. away. Was it Sophie Ellis Baxter? It's Sophie E.B. Seb. <laughs> If this ain't love, yeah. Why does yes. it feel so good? It is. If this ain't love, also known as Groove Jet. Groove Jet by Spiller featuring Speb. And is it Seb. called? Is it Speb. called Speb? Speb. That's getting fucking caught. Jesus. That's getting caught. Is it called Groove Jet? It is actually because, called Groove Jet because there's the sound of a plane at the beginning and then a groove. Well, the original single was called Groove Jet, mm -hmm. and then when it got released with the vocalist put on top of it, it was then Groove Jet brackets, if this ain't love. But I'm having it is there's a sound of a plane, yeah, and totally. it's got a groove. Yeah. Right, okay, move on. Um, and I think it's probably a reference to um, Space in Ibiza that was a really big house club, and it was really near the airport, and so as part of DJ sets, you would often get planes, planes like, literally coming over the top of the open air club. Idea. Yeah, yeah, it was like a big thing that happened. So like, if you listen to... Um, Early basement jacks, those of their DJ mixes have the sound of like planes traveling over um, space in Ibiza. It's really, it's just a, a bit of a reference point. Um, so, as emotionally as uh, torpid as I find Speb, um, <laughs> what's the hatred with Sophie Ellis? That, that came out of nowhere. That I was expecting someone I, I, really vile, not no. So you know, like this is this is house music with a, a big whack of disco slapped on top, like Philadelphia and those adverts. Um, I don't dig it. I've never enjoyed this tune. There's something about it that leaves me really cold. And I know this is exactly the sort of music I should like, but I think the problem is with me rather than with any with the actual song itself. Mm. It's just always left me like absolutely dead. There's a cool fact about this song, um, but it's kind of a massive irrelevance. It's not something that should sway you in your decision. It's a cool fact. I want to hear it. This is the very first song played on an iPod ever. Oh, wow. But it could be any song, realistically. There's nothing integral about Spiller that makes it like, no, oh, it must be an iPod. That was the one. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Steve Jobs was a big uh, was a Speb big Sophie Ellis Baxter fan. A, a Speb fan, yeah. yeah. He loves his Speb. Speb. <laughs> I'm so sorry to Sophie Ellis Baxter. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's not my not my personal taste, but it's fine. You know, to, to quote Fr uh, Craig on this one, it's fine. <laughs> it is though, and I think that's perhaps the issue with you, Liam, because this is this is as you rightly say the kind of music that I should like. Yes. But it is the with the inoffensive nature of this particular 
cut is turned up to 10. And you, you know what I mean? It's all very nice and rounded. No problem with it at all, though. I think it's yeah. it's really nice. There it's you go. Fine. I mean, this, this, is, this is the faintest of brains. Yes, yeah, this I isn't can... it. But I think that's all right, right? It's fine. I mean, you wouldn't skip it if it came on or now. It'd just be there. <laughs> you wouldn't know every day. You wouldn't skip it if it came on or now. Um, well, with that said, shall we crack on? Crack please, on. Please, I want something to say. Okie dokie. So, my second number one is Unique number one, 599. It was number one for two weeks on the 3rd of October 8, um, which is <laughs> actually 10. <laughs> Just 1987. Add it two. makes me feel unwell. January really 3. Yeah. Um, well, let's ask um, Andrew Lloyd Web Browser. That's it, mate. Catch Jesus it. Jesus Christ. If there are any facts. Ooh. A, a, rare, a rare sting indeed. Ooh. Double sting. Double sting. So, yeah, a one hit wonder. This band's only output. In the charts, anyway. Um, and it was actually a collab between two bands. And also, the unknown fact... The cool thing about this one is... I don't know if this is cool, but it's factual. Um, it is <laughs> the cool. end of the longest gap... Or, sorry, the, it is the end of the second longest gap between two one-hit wonders. It was five years since the last the one-hit wonder. One. Do you have that information to your fingers? I it's... do, indeed. It was Charlene's Never Been To Me. That's not a song title... I don't know what that is. What's it's, that mean? It never, never been I've to never me. been to me. Yeah. I've been to the moon, but I've is never it, been to Is it to about me. chronic fatigue syndrome? I, 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 I've never me. been to ME. No? Yeah. What? 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 Right. We'll cross that bridge yeah. when we we'll Charlene get, we'll it. Get, we'll get to that. We'll find uh, out who Charlene was. Stay tuned. Mm. <laughs> oh, Charlene thrills. Um, <laughs> any an guesses band? what this tune might be? It's a very dancey number, and it, but it's coming from if. a sort of punkier place. I've not a Scooby Doo. I'll be honest whack with you. It on. Uh, will, will we know it? I mean, oh, instantly. It, right. Okay. Well, if it isn't, pump up the volume. By M slash A slash R slash R slash S. Mars. So this is not a real band. It's kind of a collab between C.J. McIntosh and uh, A.R. Kane, who are like a rock band, I think. Yeah, you really need to check them out. They're really good, mate. Right. Um, I don't like this song. A second, a second Liam should like but doesn't like. Where's this? Right. Because, as I said, last last time round, did we have... Um, theme from S-Express. Express. And um, they're two sides of the same coin. These songs, they're from that kind of early era of sample tastic. Yeah, the um, punk rock. That's the, the punk rock element, isn't yeah. it? Just grabbing tunes, yeah, putting them together. It, uh, it's, it's got. Is it too slow for you? Is it? It is a bit based... too slow. I'd never liked hip house as a genre anyway. Right. But I also hate the fact that it's sort of been co-opted a bit by like the indie disco crowd because of you know the fact that it's got this arcane connection. But it's that sound. That's a little bit unfair. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying it doesn't devalidate your view, but it's unfair. True, I'll give you that. Um, yeah, where, where are you on this, Craig? Uh, it's fine. I mean, it it it. I have nothing bad to say about this, but at the same time, I have nothing particularly positive to say about it, other than it could only have come out that year. Yeah, <laughs> it's so yeah. Yeah, the drum machine, like the drum machine, on it's cool. Actually, I'll give them that. Drum machine and samples couldn't have come out any other year. 
No, well, it's not going to be long actually before people start squishing samples anyway, is yeah, it? Yeah, at this point. So this is still when you're in the wild west of sampling. Yeah. Stealing. Which I suppose is kind of Stealing. That, well, that's what makes it really exciting as well. Yeah, I've slightly talked myself around to that, haven't I? Yep. Twat. Well done. Um, do you want my final one? Please. So this is unique number one, 592. Uh, no, 952. 952. Yeah. Well, well. Thank you, Craig. Um, so this was... We're back 2000 way, are we? 2003. 2003. So this is um, number one for four weeks, starting on the 5th of April 2003. Um, shall we find out if there are any additional facts from old Andy? Baghead Andy. No. It's got to be like an S-club, this, hasn't it? A long run in the charts. Um, you will not get this. Oh, There's lovely. no point even guessing. Oh, okay. Okay. It's uh, Alex Potter. Everybody does. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's that. Listen to the music. Go, 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 go. We can sing it. Do we know who the hell it is? I mean, is it? I mean, it's got the the whiff of like a. No, you, you're going to have to give us some yeah. on this, mate. So it's uh, the pseudonym for this is Room Five, and it's featuring uh, Oliver Cheatham, who was the sing, who was the guy who sang it originally before and then got sampled in it, but. Okay. Um, it's actually Junior Jack, who's a kind of big DJ um, under another pseudonym. You probably know he did My Feeling, and he did that one that sampled Dare by the Pointer Sisters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just more of that kind of disco inflected. Well, this, this is this is so similar I was gonna... to the... To the uh... <laughs> this is the selfie aspect. I mean, I know, this, I've is got this, three massive this... dance tunes here, and I'm hate left them so cold by all of them. <laughs> Strip that doctorate right away. <laughs> <laughs> This is really difficult to talk about because I think for the reason that you don't like them, I don't dislike them. But it's also, I think the reason you don't like them is because I'm finding them really hard to talk about. I think the, the, the most notable one that really, I think, I'm going to shed my light a little bit here and say that I think Pump Up The Volume is important and good enough to propel the other two towards. But I understand your dislike of the other two because it is landfill dance mm -hmm. you know it's mm. it's kind of it's in a bar it's it's yeah. low volume it's dance. dance it's yates's dance <laughs> yeah wb yates there with his dance music but it's not terrible this is the thing I, no it's not no, I'm, it's, I'm borderline opinionless so here. where are we standing then just off the back of pump up the volume i want to keep them and I'm guessing Liam's leaning towards binning. I'm, I'm kind of on a... Um, I don't know. Where are you? See, I'm so indifferent to this, but <laughs> I'm sat here and I look out the window and it is a glorious sunny day outside. And you know what? All these tracks were made for a day like today. So if it was raining outside, these would go straight in the bin. But with the look of weather, <laughs> the wow. sun outside, it makes me want to keep them. So that's two keeps. I think for me, it's going to have to be a really, really soft keep. Just on pump up the volume as a kind of historical moment, yeah. So, um, Junior Jack and Spiller and Speb have Struck. just snuck in. And I think thinking of it as, as a game, I I don't think if if they were three cards I was given in poker, mm. I would not be folding. Yeah, if it was um, blackjack. I yeah. don't know if you're twisting at that I'm point. No, no, I'd, I'd probably so stick It's a solid got. 16. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> solid, that's exactly what it is. A solid 16. 
yeah it was so finely balanced on a knife edge that it could really it would have taken this but i'd I'd still just just for the listeners say you know pump up the volume mate oh scratch right shall we move on moving on which means it's mr craig right well my first number one of this week is unique number one number 1322 oh, we are modern yeah Very modern uh, before we go any further andrew lloyd web browser strap on the skates to starlight express and <laughs> give us some starlight flags. express first <laughs> christ not even memory or like no. an obvious cat re- it's been yes it's a one week wonder this was number one for one week from the 4th of may in the year of our lord 2017 hmm. I'm, I'm not I, yeah i just can't the only hint i can give you of this one is it's a classical crossover clean bandit it is clean bandit <sighs> hell, <Matt. laughs> it's the only one i know that's got a violin in <laughs> diddly din oh is it Oh, this is symphony. It yeah, is symphony. I've been hearing symphony. I have little to no problem with this. Surprisingly, <laughs> I have little time for this. No, little to no it. problem with it. It is quite pleasant. It's well sung by somebody I've never heard of. Yeah, who is Zara? Zara Larsson, uh, a Swedish vocalist. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the Larsson was the giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> she writes many grim, so nasty I- novels. So Zara Larson's the vocalist. Clean Bandit. Are are they a band or are they a production team? What's the deal there? I think they they started as a band. I think. Yes, yeah. it's, it's like a it, they're sort of electro group that have sort of leaned more heavily into orchestral pop, shall we call it? Yeah, they. I think they started at university, and I think they had a violinist as part of their original band and their mm-hmm. kind of lineup. So it's. I think that's always kind of been something they did. Like I think on the album, actually, the first album, there's a whole thing that's like a like a Mozart kind of pastiche thing as part of what they did. I mean, it's not an artist I've ever delved into, but it does sound very pleasant. And I do, of course, remember this song because it was everywhere. It was. It was this and Rather Be with the biggies. And yeah. what was that other one? The, um, the one with the really cool vocal, um, Stronger. That was massive as well. Yes. Zara Larson won the 2008 season of... Talang, yes, that's Talang, which is the basically Sweden's Got Talent. Yeah, she was ten. Wow, wow. that's cool. That's really cool. So, what, seventeen when this came out? Yep, that's quite a trajectory. Right, great. Um, yep. So, we, none of us have issues with this. Really pleasant contemporary pop, like an interesting pop as well, not just like bitches and hoes pop. Yeah, I've got time for this. Excellent. I quite like Clean Bandit generally. I, th- I think they're not a bad. Yeah, because it's not something I've ever outfit. really, really delved into, but uh, something I will. Yeah, they're fine. I yeah. would imagine. Right, so moving on swiftly then. Uh, my next number one this week is Unique Number One, number 255. Oh, early. Five. This, so we in the 60s. Clearly. We are. We're in the late day 60s. So this was number one for two weeks from the 31st of July, 1968, and recharted for one week on the 21st of August, 1968. So this is a chart tickler. A little bit of a tickler. Mm. So, Andrew Lloyd, <laughs> web browser, uh, strap on the sandals and tell Jesus Christ Superstar what the facts are. Jesus Christ. No facts No you. facts, no facts Be at all. Be a blasphemy. <laughs> I mean, 
this is fine also so hit play <laughs> what what faint praise this is fine also this, yeah <laughs> Money, money. Who did it? Tommy Janes and the Shondells. Oh, right. I would never have gone for those. What is a Shondell? <laughs> We've been here before. <laughs> we have been here before. <laughs> it's fine. It's what? 60s pop? 60s pop. I mean, throwaway nonsense because the uh, the money of money, money is literally come from a building he used to walk past in New York, which was the Mutual of New York building. So, money. So Jesus. that's, I mean, it literally is. It's nonsense. That'll do, yeah. He, um, Bidel covered this, didn't he? Billy Idol? Yeah, Billy Idol did do a cover really? of this. Yeah. Yes. That's odd. There was also a Scar when you, cover when you in 86 it, by it's not odd, mate. Amazulu. Wait, there's a Scar version of this. Yes, by Amazulu. There's a Scar version of this. Scar version of every song. Uh, a Shondell. So the Shondells, <laughs> as I've forgotten, were named after Troy Shondell. Who was uh, who had a famous hit in '61 with this time? Lovely. And he just thought the word or the name sounded good. I, I don't <laughs> mind it. it. It's fun '60s pop. And as far as like, what what year was this? 1968. Oh gosh, it's quite late. It yeah, feels yeah. for a song like this. It does feel feels late, like it? it's come a little late. Yeah, like party. this could be much. I mean, the Beatles are about to embark on the more experimental side of pop, and this feels like it should have been four years previous. Number mm. eight. Uh, number eight. Uh, do you feel that this was a period of time where an, enough time had passed since pop music becoming a money-making thing? So, so in other words, this song was written. They thought, well, do you know what? It'll hook the younguns in. This. Possibly, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it is. That in other words, they knew it. Is, this is a, a track out of time. This is an early sixty type. I know what this song yeah. is. Cynical. This, that's this, what I'm saying. This is, this is the birth of cynical pop. This, this is for people who didn't like where the Beatles were going. So here's your alternative that sounds oh, okay. like the Beatles were. So it's, it's almost a bit more um, or traditionalist is what I was yes. going to say. But do you know what knocked this off number one? Um, do you say it was a chart tickler? This? Yes, it went. It, yes, it was off. It went in for two weeks. Got knocked off and then went back on again. It was knocked off by Richard Harris and MacArthur Park. <laughs> oh, yes. a rainy, rainy yeah. case. Yeah. Someone Soggy left a cake. cake out in the rain. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get to that one. <laughs> Burn it down. Okay. <laughs> Burn it down. So we have Clean, uh, the cleanest Clean of bandits. bandits. We have we have a Shondell. I mean, again... I, oh this God. is good pop. It's this good is, standard yeah. pop. It's just fine. Are we going to have episodes like this? Yeah. Is, is this yeah. going to... Is more we don't have this very often. Very but, but let's move on swiftly to my final choice of this week, which is unique number one, number 1,285. We're back like, in the near distance. Now yeah. we're, so we're not in the 1,300, so I'm guessing we're probably in about like 2014, 15? Uh, we're in... Yeah, well, you know what? You're correct on both counts, as this is a chart tickler yet again. This was number one in December of 2014 and then recharted on the 3rd of January 2015 well, for six we weeks. Incredible. Uh, Andrew Lloyd, web browser, I have a fact for you. Why did you create a sequel to Phantom of the Opera? Yes, there is a musical sequel to Phantom of the Opera called Love Never Dies. Why? But give us some facts anyway. <laughs> 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 Nothing. No just like your, treatment, just like your musicals. <laughs> so, uh, had this come first in my selections, I'd have gone on one. Wow. Dope. 
Oh. Do, do. Not was, not was. Nope, it's not what the dinosaur. Do, do. It's not Jam by Michael Jackson. <laughs> I mean, there's a bit of me that just wants to say, right, put him in, let's go yeah. on, let's move on. We should probably say what that is, just in case you've lived under a rock for the past yeah, decade. Yeah, this is, don't worry, Mark Ronson. Uh, Amy Winehouse may be dead, but we'll get some other people in instead. This is Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars with Uptown Funk. It's great, isn't it? It's just perfect. <laughs> like there was a there was like a raft actually around here, around this period where you got one massive hit that just seemed to stick around. Mm. Um, so this was one of them. That Justin Timberlake one we were watching the yeah, other Yeah, Cancel That Feeling. Yeah, there was... From the... Uh, Trolls movie. The Trolls movie. <laughs> isn't that the... Debuting on Eurovision. <laughs> yeah, um, what else was really good around this time? Like, Shut Up and Dance by What? The Moon was yeah. great. There was just this kind of, like, period of... Super pop. pop. <laughs> yeah, proper super pop. What is it about this song, then, lads? Come on, let's drill down a little bit, because, you know... we It's funk, it's throwaway lyrics, it's vaguely Bruno nostalgic. Is... Bruno at the peak of Bruno, where he could do no wrong, especially with sort of, like, this sort of Motowny yeah. soul that he was doing. Do you know what I like about this this particular track as well? So we've had plenty of songs before, usually led by Ronson, that have a, a real honest vintage soul sound, mm. if that's not a contradiction in terms. Um... This is one of the songs that has enough build up and downs within it to make it specifically for the dance floor. Yes. Yeah. This this is crafted. We have no four to the floor here. We're no just a beat all the way through. You've got da 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 da. You know, and built hey, 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 stop. Anytime I hear that, I'm yeah. thinking, you're thinking beyond the song. You're yeah. thinking that this yeah. song is good enough. I'm putting stuff in that people are already oh, dancing to this in my mind. Yeah. It's a great tune. Confidence. Exudes confidence. Exactly. There was something a couple of a couple of kind of uh, weeks ago where I was asking what the function of this song is. Like, what is the point of it? I know exactly what the point of Uptown Funk is. Yeah, yeah. It's just... It's a it's a masterclass in making like good contemporary pop, and it's also got those kind of nostalgic references. So it's like re- referencing like Zap, and as yeah. you say, what the dinosaur massively yeah. referencing what the dinosaur, mm. bits of Jacko, bits of yeah, that kind of eighties, not quite New Jack, but kind of on its way to New yeah. Jack swing. It's fucking genius. Enough sort of retro throwbacks with you, Michelle Pfeiffer mentions and things like that. In it's fact, just... do you know the the only thing you could throw it on the negative? Mm. It's so self knowing. It bar it's borderline smug. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. the, breakdown, the breakdown towards the end where it's like, dance, jump on it. If you yeah, succeed, then flown it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like... <laughs> but there's something about Bruno Mars where he could just say the cheesiest, most cliche lyric oh, yeah. and just get away with it because he is he is a product of that kind of... God, here we go. Uh, that kind of postmodern just references layered upon references. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing. But fucking hell, he's, and he sells it, mate. And he's a sexy motherfucker as well. Yeah. Right, everyone stand up. <laughs> okay, waving him through. In you go, <laughs> in you go, lads. Come on, easy for him. Come on, hurry up for him. Straight for him, go on. Um, so, I'm guessing a Unana keep from all of us? Very easy Unana keep, I think, on that one. There's just no way we could have put that song into the bin, though. That would, like... It would have taken something drastic. Yeah, that's a, to go that's a Rolf Harris moment, isn't it, to kill that? <laughs> oh, um, Rolf. We don't owe Rolf. Um, so, shall we go for our final victim? Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> So as it currently stands, we've had two 
unanimous keeps. First one, very soft. Second one, stiff as a board. <laughs> Here we are with unique number one, number four, two, five. Oh, gosh. And before so we... 60s. Nah, 70s, no. that easily. Late 70s. Oh, sorry, 45. I can't do numbers. <laughs> you need to win one number 425. This hit the top spot on the 17, uh, 17th of June in 1978. And I'm going to stop here and ask Andrew Lloyd, web browser, if there's anything else that we need to know about this particular song. It's one of our record breakers. Why? 70s wise, mm -hmm. it's the th one of the three, I think they share longest duration at number one. And in the oh, 70s, wow. as we know in the in the 90s, it was Brian Adams' is 16 weeks. In the 70s, it's nine weeks. And you have Bo Rap, Gosh. Mull of Kintyre, and this song, which is... Oh, Greece. to wonder to want. <laughs> It's the world's most dangerous song. It's John Revolver at the Living Neutron Bomb. I can't believe we made that joke. That was a Timmy Malley joke, believe it or not. Seriously, what do you want me to say? It's, it's, you're the one that I want. Craig, is it, this a go on one? It, it, it would it would be dangerously close to it, I think. I could be convinced to go on one if you could. Talk me into it. So, well, what a cultural moment. Mm. You're the one that I want is. It's probably our only opportunity to get... Um, Olivia Newton John into the Pantheon. It's Sad one of the few bits of good musicals that have been bastardized by like uh, an X Factor. So we're going to get it's not Grease well. 2, though, is it? No, but reproduction. Reproduction. I think if you um, if you want a musical in the Pantheon, this, this is, is the, the one. Yeah, this it. is the only chance. Okay, we'll go on one. Yeah. <laughs> so. This, I'll remind Was you, listener. I'll, I'll remind you, listener, that this very, very, very rarely happens. This so, what this what this means is, as I'm sure you realise at home, Craig and Liam have decided that this song is so good that, irrespective of what comes next, all three are gonna go into the pantheon. My say is, as always, irrelevant. The only thing that could usurp this is a non-Semida bin, but the chances are slim. So, let's underline. All these three are going straight in the Pantheon. So let's continue on, but you know, there ain't there ain't no there's no end it. It's already it, we may in fact we may as well right, that's it. Thank you yeah. for joining us on. <laughs> Just look at the playlist. Number, right. You have to join Patreon and look at the playlist. So this is uh John Travolta, Olivia Newton John, you're the one I want from from the film Grease. Um, was one of two singles along with Hopelessly Devoted to You Ooh, that was specifically dreadful. written for ONJ's appearance. They weren't in the stage musical. This song has sold 15 million copies worldwide. 15 million. My was, goodness me. Was Greece, uh, this is stupid, I'm sorry, was Greece a musical on stage before it was a film? Yes. Weird. Okay. It was the follow up to Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Thing. So it's a Stigwood as well, isn't it, Grease? Yes. yes. That's this is this is what fanned the flames of all these bizarre decisions. Yeah, this is, this is where you get the He's money like, for your Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club band starring oh the Bee Gees God, yeah, and, and Peter Frampton. 
And the thing is, he should know him because Angle wasn't Stigwood involved in Studio Fifty Four or something. No, 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 no. What's a what's a relevant um, castle comedy farce based around that we go to on this pod all the time? Cucumber Castle. Wasn't that Stigwood? Really (laughs) nice. (laughs) That was the theme. Um, It's not on his list. Is it not? No. He's probably burned everything from it. That's why. No, it's not on his list. But weirdly, he was he was the soundtrack producer for The Empire Strikes Back, which I find insane. God, what the fuck is that? Right, we're getting lost in the Stigwoods here. Can we move on and find out what we've already won? Right, the second number one that's going into the Pantheon No Questions Asked is unique number one, number 108. This hit the top spot on the 29th of September, nearly, 1960. Still the 50s. Three weeks at the top spot, and Andrew, uh, Baggy Face Lloyd, Weber, do we need any more information upon this song? Oh, Chesney's back. Is it Charlene? (laughs) Yeah, Charlene's here. Uh, looking into a mirror. <laughs> Can you take me to me? Um, I'm aware of this song. Okay. You chaps, that doesn't bear what the board well. You chaps... Not so much. Hit play. Laura and Tommy were lovers. Oh, it's... Um, you wanted to give her Laura. everything. Tell Laura I love her. There we go. I couldn't tell you did it. And most of all, a wedding ring. Yep, it's uh, originally recorded by... So Sorry, let me do this correctly. So that's Ricky Valance, just above your curtains. Not Richie Valance. No, no, okay. no, no. In almost... Everyone thought it was in tribute to, but it's not. It's actually Rick, Ricky Valance. Right, okay. Um... Originally recorded by Ray Peterson in the States, classic 60s, this. So, kind of released the year before. Yeah. Did really well. I suppose this comes out the... It was 1960 you said this. It's the, yeah. the year after the day the music died, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ricky Valance took this all the way to the top in the UK. The first male Welsh singer to hit the top spot. He's Welsh. He's Welsh. Have that, Tom. Um, this is the classic story of boy meets girl, fall in love, want to get married, can't afford a ring, boy signs up to drive in a stock car race, and by the second verse, he's being burned alive in his crashed car. It's a yes, murder ballad. A death disc. <laughs> Wiki ass. The commercial heyday of the death disc was in the decade between 1955 and 1965, though the subject matter has long sewn as black seam into the very warp and weft of traditional folk, blues and country music. A song called Brilliantly, Brilliantly, Black denim trousers and motorcycle boots by The Cheers was the first noted double D. Murders, crashes, falls to death, electrocution have all been covered in these splatter platters. The splatter platters. The music equivalent of those grisly That's Life magazines. There'll always be a market for this kind of stuff. My fave, the Death Discs, the leader of the pack, is probably the archetype, but only hit number three. Oh really? So that's uh, so. See, I go, I go completely different direction. Mm. I go back out of hell. Oh yes, I suppose it is. Yeah. You'll get that on a seven-inch single, or what? You know what I mean? No, 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 (laughs) Um, a good radio edit. This this song, "Terra Laura Lover," is probably a little bit more from the folk. Mm. Uh, field than leader of the pack. Sound collage. He's got a very much Mark Lamar quiff though. Looking at him. Anyway, plus the style at the time. 
Still, it's, it's going in. So let's yeah, move he's on. Already in. He's already in. Yeah. He's already in. So how do you feel about your decision at the moment, lads? Uh, I mean, it's not. It's certainly not terrible enough. That's to, fine. Yeah. To to not. I'd, I'd still be out. very much. You know, I'd be that veg drawer is nice and open and fresh. My chills are still multiplying. Yes, it's such a good song that Grease. <laughs> so you. Uh, so this this is the only thing that could either disappoint you yeah. or take you out completely. Correct. Let's see we go where we go with unique number one seven twenty two seven hundred twenty two seventy two two. Any more information, Andrew Lloyd Wobblyface? It's been one week wonder. Hit the top spot thirteenth of May nineteen ninety five. Hit play, and I say to you boys, well done. Oh okay. Ooh. I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer, living joy. <laughs> oh, what a tune. I'm a dreamer. I need to get to the organ, yeah, yeah, I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm a dreamer. Fag end of that era of dance bangers. Set you free, let me be your fantasy rhythm of the night. You sure do, everybody's free, etc. Just before Big Beat smashed this type of dance pop crossover out of the water. A scratch of Italian house, a thump of bargain basement to be there. Yes, please. Beautiful, heady, optimistic days. It's enough to make you burst into tears. And it's all going in. Thank you. So, just just for the spreadsheet moment, I felt nothing. How would you have voted? Okay. Instantly. I've just yeah. I've, yeah, hit hard keep. Right yeah. There. Yeah, tell Laura I love you. It's not too bad either. No, no and it's, it's, it's just it's a free pass. Yeah. 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 I mean, I understand um, your your lust for the Grease song. I, I, I quite like it, but it could have still been, you know, if there was a Will I Am or something like that, it could have been taken yeah, out. Yeah, it so. was definitely not a go on one for me. But that and Dreamer together, like it's just... As soon as Dreamer came up, Untouchable. Yeah, untouchable. Here we go. Amazing. Excellent. Um, shall we wrap this shit up then, boys? Wrap Please. it up. We have extra content available. Why not just go over to our secret little hiding space on www.patreon.com slash E-N-O-E podcast. There's all sorts of stuff over there. There's new pods, there's articles, there's fun little things. There's a picture, there's a picture of me with the lead singer of Austin. If you end this with, do you want to come and see some puppies? I'm running out of that door. I've got some sweets in the van. <laughs> They're, no, all, the they're all stuck together, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can also find us at facebook.com at every number one ever. You can find us on the Twits at E-N-O-E podcast. Uh, if you want to search us anywhere else on the interwebs, head over to our website at www.everynumberoneever.com. Spell it how you want. We've got them all. I just I just refreshed all our domains, so yes, we do. Woohoo! Uh, Liam. How does the Pantheon look this week, sir? So, this week, what is occurring for us? We have everything hitting the Pantheon hard. We have Speb. Trich we have Mars. We have Room 5, who no one remembers. We got not, everything. We not, got everything. We got the Maroon. Five. Um, <laughs> we've got Clean Bandit and a 17 year old. We've got a Shondell. We've got a Mark Ronson. Mm. And we've got John Travolta. He's a Scientologist, but he was okay when Greece was made. And we, Olivia Neutron Bomb. We've got Not Richie Valens. And we've got Living Joy's Dreamer all in yeah. the pension. Um, good. Like, 
a unanimous keep week. Yes. And correct decisions by all. Hooray. Let's go home. Fantastic work. Honestly. Yeah. What what a great week. Dead easy. Craig, thank you so much for being with me. No, thank you. As for you as well, Liam. Thank you. It's difficult to choose the song of the week on such so many strong songs but I think the one that uh, elicited elicited a response the most powerful response of all the responses was Bruno Ars and his Uptown Funk get it on thank you very much have a good week see you next week bye, bye. Girl, said you hallelujah. girl said you hallelujah cause Uptown Funk don't give it to you cause Uptown Funk don't give it to you cause Uptown Funk don't give it to you stop stop I forgot as well don't believe me, just watch. Come on.